Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 12, Bhakti Yoga, Yoga of Devotion. As we have discussed last time, that Bhakti is the path which gives you the perfection which you are seeking. This is what all the great Acharyas who commented on Bhakti Mark said, Yam Labdva Puman Siddha Bhavati. Having attained that, a person becomes perfect. Amruto bhavati, trupto bhavati. He becomes immortal and he becomes satisfied. So even though we think that's not my goal, my goal is life is not to be perfect, not to be immortal. We are all seeking that. Because at the end of the day, we are seeking happiness that is perfect happiness. So the conclusion of all the great thinkers is that can only be achieved if I feel complete. As long as I feel incomplete, there will be needs and desires and wants that will create agitations in my mind that will make me not feel happy. So we always want to be happy, but we never figured out what happiness is all about. We think the happiness is buying BMW, going to Hawaii. When I feel elated, happiness is when there is no agitation in my mind, whether positive or negative. Even when I get something so overjoyed, there is a lot of agitation in the mind. It may be positive, but lots of agitation. At the time you come and tell me something, when I am really buying my BMW and the guy is handing over keys in my hand, and then you come to me and say, Neil, can you talk about it? No, no, not right now. Right now I am enjoying my BMW. So there is agitation in my mind, but they're positive. So I think I feel good about it, and I think that's happiness. But that also does not let me stay in that state, nor the other agitation when, when I'm worried about something. So the happiness, even though we cannot define what the state we are seeking, there is no agitation in my mind. So the whole teachings of Bhagavad Gita from Lord Krishna to Arjuna, how to get to that state when there is no agitations in your mind and you feel happy, when you feel perfect. When I feel perfect, I will be perfection and that can only happen if I identify with the perfection. So Bhagwan explained to Arjuna in chapter 3, 4 and 5 what accents are all about. Because in my life right now, the accents are causing all the agitation, whether positive or negative. When I do something good, I feel good. When I don't do good, I don't feel good about it. And the agitations continue. So Bhagwan taught in chapter 3, 4, and 5 how to act in this world and how to act in a manner so the accents don't bind you. We know the accents are binding. Once I perform action, there will be result. Whether that will be conducive or non-conducive is not in my hand. So Bhagavan taught karma falatyaga. You get over this anxiety of actions. 
once you perform actions don't worry about it while you are performing actions just focus on actions and not on the fruits that's how you will not be bound by those actions then in chapter 6 i said now contemplate upon who is acting we talked about act- right now you think you are acting but think about it are you really the actor and what part of you is actor is your body acting your mind acting your intellect acting where are you involved in that so that chapter 6 is think about it who is the actor and then in chapter 7 8 and 9 he explained what is the nature of that perfection which you have to identify with to become perfect which is the nature of the supreme lord the supreme self myself at the small s is conditioned by my body my mind my intellect the supreme self is unconditioned all pervading so what is the nature of the unconditioned self is explained in 7 8 and 9 so now arjuna has a complete gnana yoga he learned how to act and what is the knowledge about the supreme but he was not sure how to get there so in chapter 10 he comes back and say so keshu keshu bhaveshu chintyo asi bhagavan maya in what different form i should be thinking about i figured out this much that just acting in this world is not going to give me happiness acting without identification but identifying with you will give me happiness but how do i identify with you is the biggest problem he has the same anxiety as all of us have we all understood the bhakta is the greatest gnani he is the one who is the perfect but we don't know how to get there we can understand karma yoga okay if i don't have the fruits of actions in my mind and not selfish actions then it is karma yoga that's easy gnana yoga if i try very hard and understand what is the nature of the lord if i figure it out this gnana yoga bhakti we are very afraid because it seems like it's not in my hand it is something even the all great rishis say it can only come to you by grace of the great mahatmas when you are in the satsang with the great mahatmas that you can get the bhakti but then we know the mahatmas are very rare these days you don't know who is going to be caught by cbi so mahatmas are very durlabh so they said your dedication will take you to right mahatma but what requires other than that is a little grace of god for me to go on a right path also i require a little grace of god those who are very purusharth margi that apne haath jagannath i'll do everything myself so we are worried that you look like you're not giving me the total control of becoming a bhakta bhagwan has to be graceful mahatma has to come and bless me so bhakta how do i become bhakta so arjuna said keshu keshu te bhavesu chintyo se bhagwan ma so in what different form i should be thinking about you bhagwan so that i become your bhakta so chapter 10 bhagwan went through the whole list of items and things said wherever you see perfection consider that to be my presence you may not be able to detect my presence everywhere but when you see perfection when you see somebody delivering a song in a perfect manner that's me 
functioning through him. Anything perfect you see, Bhagavan said, consider that to be my presence. So that's a different way of thinking about Bhagavan's presence. After all that explanation, he comes back and said, Drastum ichami te rupam aishwaram purushottamam. Now that you explain that everything that is perfect is you, I want to see it all in totality. Show me that. So Bhagavan said, okay, if that's what you are looking for, even though you are not capable, even though you will not have ability to see this, because you are such a sincere seeker, I'm going to show you that. So we've seen in chapter 11, the cosmic form of God, where everything that was explained in chapter 10 in one form. Thousands of mouths, thousands of hands, thousands of eyes. All eyes are his, all hands are his, all legs are his, all mouths are his. Right now I consider to be that's an individual being, that's his mouth, his hands, his legs. Once I take the concept of space and time out of it, everything becomes one. All mouths are his, all hands are his, all legs are his. And then Bhagwan thought that now Arjuna is ready for being a bhakta. Arjuna is another question. In the beginning of chapter 12 is that, okay, I understood. Wherever there is perfection, I'll see your presence. All that I see is nothing but your own manifestation only. But you had been explaining two different versions of yourself. One is that is manifest and I can see, touch and feel. And one that is unmanifest. So which one now I should be concentrating on? Should I be your bhakta of this saguna swarupa? Then I see all the qualities in them. Or I should be devoted to unmanifest form. That which is the support of this manifestation prakriti. Which one is better? So Bhagwan one more time comes and tells him. Last chapter, at the end of the chapter, Bhagwan told him that this is what I prescribe for you to become a bhakta. Mat karmakrat, do all actions for me. Mat parama, make me as your goal. Because your goal is to be perfectly happy, you yourself concluded that perfection is the only way I can be perfectly happy. If I become perfect, then I'm perfectly happy. I can only become perfect if I'm aligned with the perfection, which is the Lord himself. So make me as your goal. Don't create other goals to be happy. Make me your goal. Mad bhaktaha, that's how I will be devoted to me. He still comes back and asks this question, which form should I be following? Your manifest form or unmanifest form? So Bhagwan said that it is my opinion. Bhagwan never says, this is it. He always leaves you to your discrimination and discretion. It is my opinion that those who are identified with the body, for the Dehi, one who is identified with the body. In other words, one who feels I am this limited being, for him it is very difficult to identify with unmanifest form. My world is made up of names and forms and that's how I transact my business. This is me and this is you. This is me and this is the world. We have this duality between I and the world. Now for me to drop this complete identification, identify with unmanifest without any reference point, 
I can perceive this space in reference to the walls, floors, and ceiling, and I can perceive it. Therefore, we take great pride as architects, you know, that I can conceive space in my head. Actually, I'm about conceiving is where the floor will be, where the walls will be, where the ceiling will be. I also can conceive the space outside, a distance between my office and Neil's office. That's the space outside. You take everything away, there's no way I can perceive space. There is no way to conceptualizing space in my head. So Bhagavan says, for those who are identified with the body, it is very, very difficult. Therefore, in my opinion, it is easy for you to identify with the Bhagavan, with the Swarupa. Whatever Swarupa that now you can identify is Bhagavan's perfect Swarupa. For some it will be Krishna, for some it will be Shiva, for some it will be Venkateshwara, some will be Jesus, some will be Muhammad, whatever that is. But for you to focus your mind on to the perfection, you have to have a form. That's easier path. He did not say the other path is not valid. Other path is equally valid. As long as Sanyata Indriyaha, you can control all your Indriyas, all your senses. Then constantly thinking about me alone and then constantly engaged in the welfare of all beings. Not only my people, my family, my country, all beings. Because once I have identified with that one supreme self, there is no second left. There is no second. There is no I in the world. Therefore, just as I don't have any discrimination between my left leg and a right leg, right hand and left hand, I should have the same attitude towards all beings. Bhagavan said, if you can do that, that's also a good path. You will come to me. And then we have seen that Bhagavan explained various levels of devotion. Then none of us can say that we are at the final level where Bhagavan said, Mat Karmakrut, Mat Paramaha, Mat Bhaktaha, give your mind to me. Swamiji used to jokingly say that you go to a temple, every Bhagavan is standing like that. One hand of Bhagavan is like that. What it is, Bhagavan says, come and give your mind to me. I'll fix it and give it back to you. Swamiji says, all Bhagavans are unemployed. Because we go there, we complain, what's not going right in my life? We don't give him credit for what's going right in my life. All successes are mine, Bhagavan. All problems are yours. You gave me all these problems. You're not thinking what is good for me. Fix that and I'll be good. I'll do prasad every week. But Swamiji says, Bhagavan is still unemployed. Nobody has come and given his mind to him to fix it. Because he keeps saying, give your mind to me. He's not asking for anything. Not the prasad, not the donations, none of that. I'm interested in your mind. Give your mind to me. They say, none of us are ready to give our mind. Mind is mine. Bhagavan, you just fix my problems. He's completely unemployed. He doesn't have anything to do right now. But Bhagavan keeps repeating that. In this last two chapters, he keeps repeating, Mai Aveshya Manaha, give your mind to me. Nitya Yukta, constantly thinking about me. Sraddhaya Parayaha Upetaha, with endowed with a supreme faith. This is my salvation from all my problems. This is where we have problems. We don't have faith. Mirabai said, Mira Kahe Prabhu Girdhar Naguna. Sahaja Mila Avinashire. It's very easy to get. 
is the easiest person to be with, but never have any faith in it. So Bhagavan continues to keep telling us, have this Shraddha. Okay, if you don't have that yet, I understand. You've been going through several lives, you're not there yet. If you can give your mind to me, practice Abhyas Yoga. Practice Yoga of focusing your mind. Every time you think about something else, think about what Bhagavan said. Focus your mind. Every time you think, I am the doer, think about who is the doer. Every time I think that I have a control over my life, think about who has the control over my life. If you constantly have this, called Abhyasa Yoga. Abhyasa api asamarthavasi. If that is also not possible for you, then just say, everything I am doing is for you. I am taking refuge in you. I am not capable of deciding how my life will go and how to achieve success and perfection. You take care of it. I'll keep working. It's you know, your job to fix my life, which is what we're supposed to be doing when you go to temple. Where we say, now everything going right, I'm okay. I'll take care of it. Don't worry, Bhagwan. You, you are very busy. You just fix my problems. Then no, no, Bhagwan said, give everything to me. So that is one way. If you can give your mind to me, just keep practicing that this is my goal, is to fix my mind onto him. If even that is not possible, just make me responsible. You take care of it. I give you power of attorney to Bhagwan. You are now in charge of my life. Then I go and take a vacation. Bhagavan says, that's not possible. Madartham api karmani kurvan siddham avapsisi. By just working for me, you shall get the perfection. Even that is not possible. So we have several levels of bhakta. One who is ready to give his mind to him. Other says, I need some time to practice. Like somebody says, going to perform your whatever the art. He said, no, give me some time. I need to practice and be ready. Go and run the marathon. I said, no, I need to prepare for it. Okay, if you need some time to prepare, prepare for it. If that's not possible, give all your worries to me and I'll take care of it. You say, atha etadapya saktos. Even that is not possible, then how can I give power of attorney to him? Somebody was telling me there's a WhatsApp video going on from some very wealthy person in Surat. Apparently, the guy was a very wealthy man. Uh, he had his own charter planes and all that. And then he gave all the power to his son. Yeah, and the son kicked him out mm-hmm. of the house, not from the business. Business he took over, house he took over, kicked him out. The husband and wife are living in a small apartment and singing, Isko hi jina kehte hai to hi ji lenge. So our, our ancestors used to tell us, Till you are alive, don't give all your power to your, your children. Keep control in your hand. So we think, that how can we give all that control to Bhagwan? You know, maybe he is busy and he forgets. You know, he may not take care of me. Sarva karma falatyaga. Give up anxiety for the all fruits of action. Tataha kuru yatatmama. If you just give up the anxiety for the fruits of action, which we have learned already in chapter 30, comes back and says, that's your, the lowest denominator. Everybody can do it. You don't have to give up anything, continue your job, continue your life, continue your aspirations, accomplishments, but don't worry about what's going to happen. If you can do that, then that's good enough for me, Bhagwan said.
Then he gives this comparison. Sreyo hi gnana abhyasat. Now he gives you the ladder of what is higher than what. So you can decide where you are in the ladder and then go up from there. Sreyo hi gnana abhyasat. Knowledge is clearly better than abhyas. Practice. What I am practicing is all my daily activities where I think this doing good will get me there. So this doing good also, Bhagavan said, is not as good if you know what is the purpose of doing good. Gnana. Knowledge about why I am doing this. Sometimes you say, well, you do this and it, it helps. Why it helps and how it helps, if I know, then it will be much better. Running marathon may be good, but if I should know, because it may be beyond my capacity and it may actually hurt me and harm me. So he said, if you know why you are doing it, it's better than just doing it. So, Sreyohi Gnana Abhyasat. Gnana Dhyanam Vishishyate. The contemplation is better than knowledge. I collect all the knowledge, but if I can contemplate on it, the knowledge will become more fruitful. Therefore, he said, contemplation is better than knowledge. Knowledge is better than just acting. So, in a traditional sense, it's a karma kanda. Doing rituals is good, but if you know why you are doing this ritual, it will be even better. And then if you know why you are doing it, contemplating how that will take me to a place where I want to be, that's even better. So contemplation. So in the Gita thought we have seen, they talked about karma yoga, then dhyana, meditation. Dhyanat karma falatyaga. It's like a full circle. We started with karma falatyaga. Then we said have knowledge and become bhakta. Now he is making say if you can be a bhakta, then do this, do this. Like Dhyanat Karma Falatyaga. Karma Falatyaga, Bhagavan said, is the highest now. In the context of each one who is seeking to become bhakta. And each one is a very different level. So what is that one which works for all the seekers? Karma Falatyaga. Anybody can do it, no matter what level you are at. Bhagavan said, therefore, dhyanat karma falatyagaha. And the reason for that is, tyagat santihi anantaram. As soon as you give up the anxiety for the fruits, your mind will be quiet. It is the anxiety of what will come out of my actions creating agitation. Actions are not creating agitations. The anxiety of the fruits of action creates agitation. Agitationlessness is happiness. So with anything that can give me a state of agitationlessness is the best. So Bhagavan said, none of this would have been possible. Karma would not have been possible if the mind is not quiet. Gnana would not have been possible if the mind is not quiet. Dhyana definitely not possible if mind is not quiet. The whole purpose of dhyana is to quiet the mind. The goal of meditation is to reduce your thought level to zero. They call it alpha level or something like that. Where there is no thought, then your state of meditation. If there is agitation, there are thoughts, whether positive or negative. The sure remedy for quietening the mind is not to have any Anxiety for the fruits of actions. Once you give up anxiety for fruits of actions, your mind will be quiet. Bhagavan said, therefore, 
it is the best and then the next seven verses are actually giving the qualities of a bhakta and all acharya says there is no difference between bhagwan and a bhakta bhagwan bhakta there is no distance between them they are one and the same when you are truly in love you don't see any distance so bhagwan said one who has the following qualities such a bhakta so now if you decided i am pursuing path of bhakti now several prescription how to be bhakta when do i start considering myself bhakta see when you go to medical college people start calling you doctor you know my friend doctor deepak he is in first year mbbs you know leave him alone right now he can create havoc you know but they also if something happened when i was in school i had stomach deepak what can i do i thought he is a doctor so bhagwan said don't start calling yourself bhakta when you are the path okay because otherwise you can create havoc in your life so you consider yourself bhakta only when you have this following qualities advesta sarva bhutanam maitrah karuna evacha nirmama nir ahankara sama dukha sukha kshami the next verse which goes along with it says santushtah satatam yogi yatatma drudanishchayah mai arpit mano buddhihi yo mad bhaktah same priyah he summarized the qualities swami ji enumerated 11 qualities of a bhakta once you have all these 11 qualities you are a certified board certified bhakta till that time you are in the college of how to be a bhakta you may call yourself to be in the path of becoming a doctor an architect or engineer but you are not you are still on the path of becoming that in virginia they have word architect protected in a sense that nobody can use word architect if somebody writes architect and is not certified will sue them or board will take actions on them. because they thought that just because you went to architecture school that doesn't give you a title of an architect you have to go through the whole training of internship and all that pass all the exams and then you can call yourself architect but your friends when you come out of the architecture school architect so bhagwan sees the danger here that just because i have started becoming bhakta or at least start on the path of becoming bhakta i may start considering myself a bhakta and then will be holier than thou attitude to others ye logo ko kuch pata nahi hai sansar mein kuch hai nahi 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 bhai you continue your business with the same time see whether you can develop this quality advestaha who is not hating anybody once you identified with the supreme how can you hate anybody advesta sarvabhutanam maitrah karuna evacha he is friendly to all beings how can he say i'm going to destroy the whole country karunaha compassionate because if you look at it i have all these qualities but only pertaining to me i'm very friendly to myself i'm very compassionate to myself no matter what mistakes i make i always have a good explanation you know i'm never punishing myself you know because there is a oneness in me there is no duality between my different limbs and i my mind and my intellect and this is all me 
So therefore, I have all this quality, but now I have to expand those qualities in the entire universe. Maitra Karunayavacha, Nirmamaha. I know there is nothing mine. At one time, we went to Las Vegas. We landed there at around like 10 o'clock, and then we went to dinner, and then we went to the room. We were three people, our client, my boss, and myself. So the guy who booked the hotel rooms, in order of the status, my client was a celebrity. We got the biggest suite. My boss got the suite, and I got the room. Well, the hotel mixed it up. I got the biggest suite my client was supposed to get. My boss got what he was supposed to get. Or client get the room which I was supposed to get. Now, we did not know. So we checked in at 12 o'clock at midnight. And the mark, my boss called me, Neil, guess what my suite looks like? So I heard all the experience. Then I said, Mark, listen to me, what my suite looks like. It has a conference room. It has a kitchen. It has a pantry. It has this. It has a balcony. Said, How the heck you got that suite? <laughs> But we were so elated. My room is like that. My suite is like that. Now it's midnight already. Maybe half an hour or so, and then we all fell asleep. Early morning at 7 o'clock, we checked out because the whole day is scheduled. But for that half an hour, this is my room. It is better than yours. We knew nothing was mine. It's a hotel room. We just checked in. So Bhagavan said, Nir Mamaha. Think about There is nothing mine. You are just a visitor. Nirahankaraha, I'm not the doer. Sama dukkak shukak shami. Dukkha and sukha are just the happenings outside. The way I react, it becomes a sukha or dukkha. So therefore, I will be equal to both. Santustaha, I'll be content because there is no need. Yat prapya na kinchit ichati na sochati. Bhakta, when he becomes a bhakti, he has no other need because he's complete. Satatam yogi, not bhakta only on the weekends. Satatam, constantly he's connected. Yogi man is connected with that perfection. Yatatma is a control over himself. Drudan is This is it. This is the state which I need to be. Mai arpit mano buddhihi. He's constantly coming back to the same theme. Give your mind and intellect to me. You do not rely on your mind and your intellect. They may misguide you. If I rely on just my intellect, it may all seem great, but that may be a path of disaster. But if I rely on the great intellect, the total intellect, then I may get a right guidance. Therefore, they say, well, what is your experience? What is your company's experience? My experience may be a little bit. My company has huge portfolio. Then the client feels a little more comfortable. So Bhagavan said, Mai arpit mano buddhihi mad bhakta priha. Such a bhakta is dear to me. He's closer to me. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi Shantihi
ಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ